<laughs> All right. Uh, so guys? Welcome to a new show called A Place in Canton, where we are pretty much um, going to give a list of a few players uh, that we decide on each week, and it's going to be players that we think are or are not snubbed of being in the Hall of Fame, and then also going to give a, a list of two or three players that we think um, – that they may not deserve to be in there as well. Uh, so it's called A Place in Canton. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Dylan. And I'm Jordan. I um, I actually run uh, Between the Uprights, uh, NFL edition. Um, and also, of course, Dylan over here. Or over here he runs uh, the Monsters of the Midwest as well. But uh, we're very excited to do this. Uh, we got some uh, decent info here for you on guys that did not make the Hall of Fame that we think should be in the Hall of Fame. And then there is some guys that definitely should not even come close to making the Hall of Fame. And we have a couple of guys to talk about with that as well. Yes. So um, to kind of give you guys like a little insight, um, obviously, in order to talk about this, we kind of need to let you guys in um, on what the criteria is for the Hall of Fame. If you guys didn't know, it's really not a whole lot considering like uh, the NFL Hall of Fame, um, like the. The, the enshrinement and, and and everyone getting in, it it's it's a really big deal. But the criteria to get in isn't what I thought it would be until I looked it up today. Like I yeah. knew like there was like a five year restriction, but I thought maybe there was more that you had to do to get in, mm-hmm. but there isn't. So for anyone who doesn't know, um, this is the criteria to get in. Any fan may nominate any player, coach, or contributor, um, and contributor would be like uh, they're like mostly refs, right? See. Yeah. Um, who has been connected with pro football by writing to the pro football hall of fame in Canton, Ohio. So you can actually look this up, get an address and you can write to the hall of fame on what player you think deserves to get in the NFL. Wow. Those players will be nominated. Obviously it doesn't mean that guy's going to get in, you know, because they have a vote down of it, but you yeah. can actually nominate a player coach or ref. If you're really into that side of it. Um, the only restriction is, it didn't give anything for contributors. The only restrictions are for players and coaches, and they must have been retired for five years before they can be considered uh, for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Uh, it kind of goes to like three polls almost. Um, it had like four different ones, but I kind of just put the first two together because they're basically the same thing. So pretty much the first list, they kind of get all the, all the players who were nominated together. So I guess they open up all the mail, get all the players, and they put them in one group. Uh, the second list is brought down to 25 players. Uh, they vote on that, I guess. And then it comes down to like a final list. And that brings it down to 15 finalists. And you ha- you must receive about 80% of the vote to get to that. Um, and then it um, has some committee and they vote and it takes it from 15 to 10 finalists. And then they have another vote that takes it from 10 to 5. Um, okay. And then the remaining five finalists are voted on individually for a yes or no membership. Um, you know, Obviously, coaches and refs are, are put into that category. Um, so I wanted uh, – the, the guys that I chose uh, for this week, I was kind of really surprised. One of them I knew just because I am a huge Bears fan, and that's Devin Hester, so I knew he wasn't in. Um, and that one kind of gets on my nerves, but obviously we'll talk about him second. But this one yeah. I was actually really surprised by because I don't really keep up on the Hall of Fame aspect. You know, uh, you know, you can you kind of can guess who's in the Hall of Fame and who's not. Yeah. But when I was looking at this list before we started, I was reading off the Jordan. He was really surprised by some of the names, too. But this one really caught my eye. Um, Reggie Wayne is not in the Hall of Fame. Watch. Crazy. Crazy. 
um, considering, you know, he won a Super Bowl. Um, here I got, here I got, I actually got a, a, his full 14 stats here. He played 14 seasons with a, 14 seasons with one team with the Colts. All right. He had 1,070 catches for 14,345 yards, which is crazy. And on top of that, he had 82 touchdowns in 14 seasons. I mean, that's not bad. All right. And also looking here, he came into the league in 2001, of course, drafted by Indy. Um, and it looks like here he played almost every game until his 2013 season. And he looks like he missed seven games there or, or six games there. He only played seven that year. But other than that, I mean, this guy has played. We, I mean, we watched him. I mean, us growing up, we watched Reggie Wayne and Peyton Manning tear it up. Tear it up. It was Reggie Wayne all day. I mean, it, it was on that team. Um, he averaged 13.4 yards a carry or a, a catch, which is great. Um I mean, he was six foot, 203 pounds. I mean, about average for, I guess, a wide receiver, maybe a little small, but he was fast. You know what I'm saying? Really fast. Um, and he had six, he went to six Pro Bowls, and he, like you said, he won one championship. I mean, to me, uh, to me, that's a Hall of Fame, that's a I, Hall of Fame uh, career. I, I, I absolutely agree. And I even have some more stuff to add on to the top of that. Okay. So, he reached the postseason every year, but two times in his whole career. All right. He caught 100 passes in a season four different times. He caught 104 passes in 2007, 100 passes in 2009, 111 in 2010, and 106 in 2012. So the man, had, the man had hands. Yes. He recorded 1,000 receiving yards eight times. He led the NFL in yards in 2007 with 1,510 yards. He had 10 or more catches in a game 15 different times. He has the franchise record for most catches uh, and, you know, in, in the Colts uh, organization with 15 catches versus Jacksonville on an October 3rd game in 2010. He's racked up 100 yards in a game 43 times. Um, and like Jordan said, the man had, a, you know, he had over 1,000 catches in his career or, or uh, uh, eight yeah. different times. He had 14,345 yards, 82 touchdowns. Uh, he also started in three AFC championship games, two Super Bowls. and. Damn. When he retired, he retired as the NFL's second all-time leading receiver and in the postseason with 93 catches. Right there, dude. Right there. Yeah. I mean, come on. You he know what I mean? It's like, dude, let the man in. I know he's probably already passed that, isn't that? I mean, unless he can get, like, that senior vote or whatever it's called. You know what I mean? We're like, um, I forget how it happens, but, like, later down the line, people yeah. can get in. You know what I mean? I think he's got a few years left of eligibility. That's it. Uh, God, how he was first team all pro in 2010, second team all pro in 2011, 2007, 2009, and he was voted to six Pro Bowls over a seven year span. The Damn. fact that someone like this gets snubbed, uh, it's I don't know to me, it's it just seems I don't want to say it's completely outrageous, um, but like just with like some of the guys that they have let in, yeah, don't see how you like. I hate to put it like this, and I'm not trying to compare him to Peyton Manning in any way, but like he was on he was on that team, you know, when they won the 2006 Super Bowl. Yes, I don't understand how you could have. I mean, I know Peyton Manning's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, so don't get me wrong. But you know, this was like one of his top receivers, you know, through yeah. his whole, through his whole career when he played with with Indianapolis. Yep, everything we just read off to you guys, to me, that screams Hall of Fame. Screams. And I'm not he needs to be like a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, I, you know that's a hard thing to do. But yep. 
I don't know. To me, I just I feel like he's being snubbed. He is. You know, he was a finalist this year again. Uh, he was one of the 18 finalists, but he 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 didn't make it into the cut, uh, which is crazy to me, man. I don't know what they're what they're doing. You know, I, what, what are they overlooking? What are the why? I want to know why they're not putting him in. You know what I'm saying? You know, and then you got guys like uh, you know he's not he's not a part of this podcast today, but just for like a just for like a mention, um, like you have guys like I believe his name is Dan Hampton. He was a uh, – I'm pretty sure this is the guy I'm thinking of. Dan Hampton, he was a uh, – uh, he was on the uh, the Bears' uh, defensive team when they won uh, – he was on their defense when they won the 85 Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He played 12 seasons and only racked up like 57 sacks. This man's in the Hall of Fame. I, I don't wow. know. To, it's to just me, like – To me, wow. that you know, me and, uh, me and uh, uh, Saf, who you guys have seen on multiple shows – uh, we were talking about some stuff earlier today, and I, I understand like that there's a criteria, like they vote on and stuff, but I feel like there has to be more that goes into it. Because if you're snubbing someone of this caliber, who who's put up these stats, for me there has to be something else. Because I don't see how you can say no to a guy like this. Right. I I don't. No, I mean he, he made the playoffs. They made the playoffs a bunch. It's like. So for one, I mean, it looked like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I believe you said it already. He made the playoffs eleven years out of his fourteen-year career. Yeah. I mean, I, I I just don't get it. His total yards in the playoff was twelve fifty-four, which isn't bad. He had nine touchdowns and two fumbles in his career in the playoffs. I mean, are they looking at that? He, you know, he's in. He's been in the playoffs. He's had twenty-one games in the playoffs. And he only has nine touchdowns. Could they be looking at that? But you're not looking at his regular season. You know what I mean? It's like, do guys are guys getting snubbed because of their playoff um, numbers, or are they getting snubbed because of their regular season numbers? And then it's not matching up with their playoff numbers. I don't know. I mean, are they snubbing him because he had Peyton Manning throwing to him? I mean, how are you going to take that away from him when you have one of the best quarterbacks throwing to him? I mean, especially when he was the number one on the team. I mean. It's just this this is a crazy snub um to go over and we could talk about this this all day. It just I mean we can go over stats all day and be like, how is he not in? How is he not in? How is he not in? You know what I mean? Like literally. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Crazy situation though. Crazy with Reggie Wayne. I feel bad for him. And luckily for him, um he he, he was a finalist. Uh he he's been a finalist every year, I think, so far. But twenty twenty was his first year of eligibility, so he he has he has time to get in, which I'm I'm sure he will. Um, so we're not saying these guys aren't going to get in, guys. I'm just saying it's you know his first <clears throat> his first eligible year is 2020. So for the past two years he's been snubbed. I don't see how he hasn't got in within these past two years. You know yet. I'm sure he'll get in in the future. I just think it's pretty crazy that he hasn't got in yet, um, especially with stats like this. Yeah, it just kind of seem. I mean. He he is being snubbed. Uh, that's all. That's, yeah. really, that's really all there is to it. I know it's only been two years, guys, but he definitely is being snubbed. Yeah, he's definitely one of the guys that should have got in quickly. I mean, I don't know what they're looking. Like I said, I don't know what they're looking at 100%, but, I mean, they really need to look into what he did, how many years he played. I mean, just his numbers alone. I mean, I don't know if they're comparing him. I mean, he really started taking off his fourth year in the league in 2004. 
That was his first first thousand yard season. He had twelve hundred and six yards, and then basically after that, he had all after two thousand four, he had all all thousand uh, thousand yard seasons besides two thousand eleven, and he was forty yards away. And then of course, towards the end of his career in two thousand thirteen and fourteen, he had he had under under set under eight hundred yards for each season. Which I mean, yeah, the older you get, maybe you get a different quarterback. You know, I'm not so I don't know. Um, but did he did he play? When did Manning retire? Um, I can't remember. Did Wayne have another quarterback besides Manning? I don't think so. Um, I, I don't know. To be honest, I'm, I'm, I I I want to act like I know, but to be honest, I don't know. I, I I mean, out of all people, me and you should know this. I don't. Maybe not. 2014, Manning was still around. Do you know? Okay. Do you remember when the Broncos won the Super Bowl? With Manning, yeah, it was uh, Super Bowl Fifty because it was the fiftieth anniversary. It was that was what was that two thousand fifteen when they played the Panthers. That was the year they won. So I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 But so, yeah. If he if he was with Manning the whole time, I mean, maybe he just well, he only had seven games in two thousand thirteen, and he played fifteen in two thousand fourteen, but. I don't know. Maybe younger guys got on the team and started taking over, you know, from the old vet. We know how that goes. Yeah. Reggie Wayne's last season was 2016. Oh, okay. So he, he, he had, uh, you know, I I don't know. I I honestly don't know who was his quarterback. I I don't know if, I don't think Andrew Luck was in the league at that point. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, 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 I could be, could be a hundred percent wrong. So, I'm pretty sure it was Manning the whole time. It had to have been. Well, he played until yeah. I just I, I just know that through pretty much his whole career it was Peyton Manning, and uh, for him to be snubbed like that, I understand Peyton Manning's a different breed, but with yeah. the stats. Oh, Dylan. Oh, what happened here? There he is. Here he comes. Something happened. We had a little bit of technical technical difficulties with Dylan there. Um, he looks like he is joining back here, but uh, he is right when it comes down to of uh, them being snubbed. And I've um, known what happened. Reggie Wayne is getting snubbed. Um, to me, honestly, like Dylan said, he is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, there he is. There he is. Yeah, I've right. no, I have no idea what happened, but yeah, that was weird. He just like disappeared. I was like, I know. Yeah, he he's, he got snubbed. He is still continuing to be snubbed. I'm sure he'll get into the future, guys. It's just to me, it's bizarre that for two years this man has not gotten Hall of Fame. Um, I just I just don't understand when you when you have stats like that. I mean, we're not. I I don't know. You know, I'm just, I'm just here to deliver the news. Yeah, no, I'm you know? right here with you. It's just it's crazy, and you know, I mean, I just I st- I mean, there's so many people that have that are getting snubbed or that have been snubbed, not into the hall of fame. I mean, you can say that about multiple, uh, multiple uh, sports too. I mean, look at baseball. Oh yeah. There's so many questions around that as well. Like the steroid era at the time it was legal. I know this is about football and stuff, but at the time I technically steroids were legal, I guess you could say, and they weren't really frowned upon until I guess more people started using them or 
they found out what they were doing like the 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 amount of like athleticism it would give them to to do what they were doing i don't know but it's it's just crazy i mean there's so many people getting snubbed for all different reasons um i would love to hear the reggie rain reason why they haven't put him in yet so yeah man i mean like i said we can go on and on about why reggie wayne isn't in why this guy isn't in why that guy isn't in. it's just crazy man just really is this gives, gives you something to think about you know it does uh so uh next on our list we have someone that holds a special hole in my heart <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know I'm a, I'm a huge bear fan so uh this one really gets on my nerves um i I mean, I can kind of see why he didn't get in. This is his, this is, we're talking about Devin Hester. Devin Hester is the next guy on the list. This is his first year eligibility. Um, in my eyes, I really think he should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, do I think he's going to get in? Yes, without question. I just, I just feel like he got snubbed this year. And that's just because I'm a Bears fan. And I really hold that personally. Um, but like, this is, this is just some of the things that I have about him. And when I'm about to ramble off to you, I'm going to say it with some anger because it really didn't make me mad. <laughs> it really did. Uh, he came, you know, he came in the league 2006. So he was on the 2006 NFL all rookie team. In his debut season, he had 47 punts for 600 yards, which are both NFL highs. He also had three touchdowns, three touchdowns, three punt touchdowns that year. Uh, he had 20 kickoff returns for 528 yards and two touchdowns, and he had a missed field goal for 108 yards and a touchdown, which is one of five such kick six scores in an NFL game. You say now? You said kick six? Yeah, they call it the kick six. Is that um, like a punt, punt or a kickoff return touchdown? Uh, no, it's like uh, you know, like when they when uh, uh, like they kick a field goal and miss, you return it for oh. a touchdown. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it's only one of five that have, that have ever been done. <sighs> he did all that in his rookie year. Uh, you know, wow. they, you know, they finished that year thirteen and three, as everyone knows, and they did go to Super Bowl forty one against you know the Colts, who they lost to. Uh, he opened Super Bowl forty one with a ninety two yard kick return for a touchdown. That's the only time in Super Bowl history that's ever happened. Insane! That was crazy, dude. Yeah. To open. Uh, Dude, insane. So, in his second NFL season, he returned four kickoff, four kickoff kickoffs, and two punts for for touchdowns, establishing an NFL record for six touchdowns uh, combined touchdowns that year. For that, uh, he was the first. Uh, he's been first team All Pro three times: two thousand six, two thousand seven, two thousand ten. He was a member of the NFL's All Decade team of the two thousand ten. He's one of two. Return specialist on the NFL 100 all-time teams. And the crazy thing about him that gets on my nerves more than anything of why he got snubbed this year is he has some of the most untouchable records that I do not think are ever going to get broken, to be honest. Bro. He has the most special team touchdowns ever in NFL history with 20, most punt return touchdowns ever in NFL history with 14, most single-season combined return touchdowns in six, most single-season return uh, punt return touchdowns in four, and – uh this one's not a record, but he was named NF- NFC Special Teams Player of the Week 14 times. So he, he holds four different records that I honestly do not think are ever going to get broken. I really no, don't. no, not with today's game. Um, I just have a little bit to touch on that. Um, I hope I don't repeat myself from what you just said. Um, yeah, just a little. Yeah, it always helps to repeat though. So, <laughs> it it does, I guess. Up. I guess just in case somebody missed it, but. 
like Dylan was saying, Devin Hester played 11 seasons. Um, he played for four teams, including including the Bears and the Falcons. Uh, he had 255 catches for 3,311 yards. Now, looking at, at, at a wide receiver standpoint, okay, definitely not Hall of Fame numbers. Definitely not Hall of Fame numbers. No. Okay. No. Okay. So he had 255 catches, like I said, for 330 or 3,311 yards. Uh, he scored 37 touchdowns, which is not bad, along with 315 punt returns for 3,695 yards. That's crazy. The, I mean, that's good. That's, that's really good. Um, he had 629 uh, kick returns, not punt returns, so kickoffs, um, for 11,028 yards. Dude. That's a lot. And he played before Pro Bowls. Because, I mean, now, now, now don't get the time. Back in, like, 2006 and uh, when Hester was in the league, now, I was a Bears fan. I, I, I got my Brian Urlacher jersey to prove it, all right? Urlacher was one of my favorite players. Um, I just loved the linebacker position. But I was a big Bears fan at the time. And 2006, man, when Hester came in the league, like you said, when he was a rookie, went off, dude. We, we did not see somebody like this who was returning these – uh, punt returns and kickoffs, like, I mean, punt, punt returns and kickoffs are hard to return a touchdown for. I mean, think about it. You know what I mean? The dude just could read all the guys in front of him. I mean, he had great blocks, obviously, and the dude was just, the dude was fast. He was. I don't remember his 40 time in the combine, but the dude was fast. I, know I mean, he, there, he was one of the fastest guys in the NFL like, yeah. for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And it just it's just crazy, man, like, the amount of like it's almost like he was like a special teams like specialist, but he was more than like a specialist. Like he was a out like a star. Like I mean, I okay, I can see like why they're kind of snubbing him. I guess you can see because of he only had two hundred and fifty five catches um, with you know three thousand yards in his ten seasons. It looks like um, looks like he played with Baltimore his very last season, but he played with Chicago for a majority of them for seven years. And he went to Atlanta for two. Um, but, yeah, man, I just – these numbers for punt returns and kick returns, yeah, he returned 629 kick returns, which is a lot. But for 11,000 yards? You know what I mean? Some guys barely get 20 yards a kick return. This man, I don't know I don't know what he was averaging. Did you say that, what he was averaging per kick return? Did you have that by chance? No, what he was averaging per kick return? No. Yeah, but but you can just imagine. I mean, you take – I guess you can take 315 divided by – or 3695 divided by 315, that would tell you his average. Or you could do 11,000 yards divided by 629, and that would give you his average, I guess. Um, I'm not the greatest math whiz at all, hence why I'm doing sports talk. <laughs> but there's a lot of numbers in football, um, and surprisingly, I can kind of keep up with them. Um, but like I said, that's a lot, man, and we really haven't seen – Okay, and here's another thing. He specifically made the Pro Bowls because of re- his return skills. Yeah, yeah. That's why he made it. Yeah, okay, he was, and- he was never really that. He was never really that receiver type of guy. I know they tried to put him in that position plenty of times, and I think God, if he would have just had more talent as a receiver, he would have. God, he'd have been so good. But it just, yeah. it just, it just wasn't him. So yeah, he 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 specifically got where he is, returning the ball. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, like yeah, like literally those four Pro Bowls is because of his return skills. I mean, he was one of the most deadliest guys in the back in the returning balls. Like why you kick to him, I have no idea. Why would you would kick to him, I have no idea. It's like 
it's like that Christmas game. I forget. It was Eagles and somebody else. And the coach, you saw it on video. He walked up to the, the kicker and said, do not kick it to Deshaun Jackson. And what does he do? He kicks right it to right to him, and he scores a touchdown game over on Christmas. Yeah, Boom. So, so for, punt return, for punt returns, he was averaging like 12.3 yards a return. And for kick returns, uh, like uh, in his career, he averaged 24.9 yards, so about 25 yards a return. I mean, that's not terrible. And you got to think some of those – he had big breakout ones, so that's why it kind of it might look like it's averaging about normal, about 20 yards, because if you catch it like on the one and you bring it out, I mean, which you should, if you catch on the one, you've got to bring it out. Um, I don't know. They usually got to the 25 at least. Yeah, just, Almost every player can. Like in his career, like uh, – like in so like just in, just in his eight years in Chicago, just specifically, mm-hmm. just for kick returns, he had 222 kick returns just specifically in Chicago. For 5,504 yards, just specifically Jeez. in Chicago. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> His nickname was Anytime or the Windy City Flyer. <laughs> that, 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 he was, he was something else, man. Like I said, you guys got to remember this guy has, you know, I guess, I guess the only record I could see of his being, being broken would be like the most single season punt returns in four. But like, you got to think someone's got to have the most special team. You know, kick returns, someone's got to beat 20. Like, I, I think the person who held it before him, I think it was Deion Sanders, is who held the record before Devin Hester. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Yep. And, like, it took it took someone that long just to break those records. So he holds 20 kick returns and 14 punt returns. Like, these are NFL records. Those are never going to get broken. In my eyes, those are probably never get broken. I don't think so either. The way the really game don't. is now, not going to happen. No. Nope. What I what I think makes him so so special and like so 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 spectacular is uh, like me and Jordan said earlier, he did all this specifically returning kickoffs and punts. He was never known for his receiving ability whatsoever. The only thing he was known for is like if he caught the ball, you know, in the wide open field, he was going to be gone. Yeah, but like everything we're telling you, like this man is this man is specifically. Being put in like so, like he was one of the finalists. This is his first year of eligibility in the Hall of Fame, and he was one of the eighteen finalists. He is there specifically because of his returning ability. Yeah, Nothing else. that is yeah. it. Yeah, this That's man all. was a threat on all levels. So, and that one holds a really, a really fire in my heart because I personally, I know some some people probably will not agree with me. But I really do think that Devin Hester should have been a first first ballot Hall of Famer. I really do. Because we don't see players like him on special teams like that. You won't. You will never see another guy like him. You really won't. Ever. Nope. No, it's crazy, man. Crazy. No. Nope. You got to think, Deshaun Jackson was a great returner. He was also yeah. a great receiver. You yes. Know? He was a great returner, though. He, you know, he was one of the fast returners that I've seen in a long time. But to get to Devin Hester's level, that's a whole nother level, man. Yeah. And he was doing this all throughout college at Miami, too. So it, it wasn't just like he came to the NFL and was like a, a just a big thing. Like he he was doing this throughout college. Yeah. So yeah, man. I'm that holds a special place in my heart because he's one of my favorite players ever. And I'm a huge Bears fan. So in my eyes, I really do feel like he got snubbed. Uh, I agree with you. For first ballot, just because you're not gonna see anyone like him ever again. No, especially because if you look at it too, I mean, players are getting more athletic. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah. bigger guys are getting more athletic. They're getting bigger. They're getting faster. Like 
some of these guys that came out in the draft this year that are D-line, bro. Massive. If you're a quarterback, you better watch out, man, because if some of these guys come full speed and have a wide-open talk, dude, you're talking about possibly career enders. I mean, because some of these guys are big, dude, and they are fast and strong. Like, it's just like every year they're getting, like, bigger, faster, stronger. Like, it, I mean, I guess this is how it goes, but, I mean, you got to look at that, too. And then with with Hester, I mean, God, everybody knew him for that. I mean, everybody knew him for that. I, I'm, I'm sure he'll get in. I know, like you said, this is like his it, like his first eligibility year. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's just yeah. First but I think he'll I think he'll slip in because they have to look at it. Just it, it, he he it, he just wasn't a receiver. Like he played a massive role on special teams. Special teams can win you games. Oh, they yeah. literally can win you games. You if, if we would have had a better offense in that 2006 Super Bowl, we would have won. Our Who was the quarterback uh, for the Russell Bears? Wilson. That's right. That's right. Grossman. Our That's defense right. carried us through the whole season. They, 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 they really did. Our defense carried us through the whole season. We had a stacked defense. Yes. Special teams also helped carry us through the season. Yes, they did. You were like, right. He returned the first. The, he returned the first kickoff. So like the the first time <sighs> he was the second person to touch the ball besides the kicker and <laughs> ran back for a touchdown. Right, dude. Crazy. You know, if that Crazy. was in any Super Bowl now. That team would that team would fly off the rail. Oh my god! They, yeah, they, that that'd be a win. If we would have had a better defense, we would. Or if we would if we would have had a better offense, I'm sorry. If we would have better offense, we would have won that Super Bowl. Uh, he he's a generational player, man. You're 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 never gonna see someone like him again. And if you do, it's not gonna be for a very 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 long time. You're right. What Unless- he did, like most guys who are like most guys who do that, like you know. There are a lot of there are a lot of kick returners now who are like really good receivers as well. Yes. Like I, what I'm trying the point I'm trying to make to you guys is all he did was return the ball. Like he received on some level, but yes. he was never a receiver. All he did was return punts and kickoffs, and that got him to where he is now. So yeah. Like we were saying, ten years he had 255 receptions. Ten years. That's a long time for and such little reception. So that tells you right there what they used him for. Yeah. So, it, you know, he'll get there. But in my eyes, I feel like he got snubbed this year. Yeah. So. I agree. Uh, did uh, did you just want to move on to people who aren't in, or did you want to do Allen as well? Uh, we could go to Allen. I, was a, I, I used to be a fan of his. Okay. So uh, another guy that I feel like uh, got snubbed, and this one was optional. Um, we're going to see, uh, you know, how everything was going, um, but uh, everything's going fine. So we're going to bring him into the conversation. This is the last one of people, uh, players that we feel like got snubbed. Um, Jared Allen, I feel like he definitely has got snubbed. I'm not saying he had like a massive, great, huge type of career, but he did have a very good career, guys. Um, yeah. He played 12 years. Okay. Yep. He started 181 of 187 games. Wow. Wow. That's wow. pretty crazy. Yeah, that, that's crazy in general, to be honest. Wow. Um, he was a member of the Panthers 2015 NFC Championship team, and he started in Super Bowl 50. So that was that that was towards the end of his career, and he was still starting on it on if you guys don't remember that defense, they had a the Panthers had a really good defense, man. Yeah. Really good. You know, that was your Cam Newton. You know, they they that, that team was good all around. I think they went 15 and one that year. So they were all around great as a team. Um, yeah, man. He led the NFL in sacks twice, 2007 and 2011. 
He was a 2007, uh, 2007 Kansas City Chiefs team MVP. So the team voted him as the MVP of the whole team during that year. Um, he was the NFL Alumni Player of the Year in 2009. Um, his career stats, they're kind of up and down, to be honest. These are just some basic stats. Uh, he had six picks. He had, a, he had a fumble recovery for a touchdown. He had 58 passes to, uh, defended. He had 136 sacks. He tied the NFL record for career safeties in four. He had five Pro Bowl nods, 2008 to 2010, 2012 to 2013. And he was first-team first, first All-Pro four times, 2007 to 09, and then again in 2011. So those are just some basic stats. I don't know if you have more in-depth in depth stats, Jordan, that you want to go over for Jared Allen. Um, just a couple. You kind of covered them there. Uh, 12 seasons, four teams, um, Panthers, Kansas City, Minnesota, and Chicago. He played Chicago 2014, ended his career. Happy. I was super happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, like you said, he had 503 solo tackles. Man, yeah, see, that's, that's a lot of that, – dude, Jesus. That's um, and, and like Dylan said already, um, just I have it in my notes. I'm just going to go ahead and throw out there again. 136 sacks, 19 fumble recoveries, and, and six interceptions. Um, he was selected to play in five Pro Bowls in his 12-year seasons. And – um, let's see, career playoffs. He played seven career playoff games, it looked like. Um, but, yeah, the dude was a beast. Dude was a monster. I, I, I don't know what it is, but I'm a big defensive person. Um, I just – I love defense. I, I, play, I played it, but I also respect defense because, you, you know, you have to read plays. You have to you, – you know, depending on your position, um, you know, but me, my big thing is I just like hitting people, you know, when, when, it, when it comes to football. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'd rather be the one – uh, tackling than getting tackled. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I just no. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, but but um, Jared Allen, dude. I mean, it just. I mean, and on top of that, he was just a uh, an awesome dude outside of the locker room. Oh, that yeah. too. That too. I mean, he, he a lot of a lot of um, um, a lot of charities he worked for and did things on his own time, which is which to me that's huge. Like you, you, you just weren't a football player. You know what I'm saying? Like. I like how a lot of these guys nowadays, you know, yeah, some of them might get bonuses and stuff for doing uh, charity work and stuff like that, but some of them do it on their own time. Some of them run their own programs, you know, like Larry Fitzgerald, Kurt Warner, a bunch of guys like that. Like they run their own stuff, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, Jared Allen, 6'6", 255, big, big dude, big dude. Uh, I mean, just respected throughout the league. Um, I, I mean, had, look at this. He had, and, this is insane. In 2011, he had 22 sacks. I don't know if you mentioned that already, but I was just no, I, I just saw I that. Didn't, but that's that's crazy. 22 sacks, dude, and he had one interception for 14 yards. <laughs> but um, and then I mean, it looks like 2011 was almost like possibly his best year. I mean, he had he had 21 tackles for loss, uh, 66 combined uh, tackles, like with one other person. Um, 18 assists, I guess that's, you know, assisting on a tackle and then 48 tackles and he played all 16 games. Um, looks like 2015 when he played with Chicago, uh, he only played three games, uh, that year, I guess, cause of injury. Yeah. Um, but other than that, man, I, I honestly think this man deserves to be in the hall of fame. I mean, I mean, 136 sacks alone in 12 seasons is a lot to me, man. Yeah. And then playing almost every game, like that's a lot, that's a lot of, that's a lot of destruction on your body. I mean, everything. I mean, 503 tackles. I mean, I don't know, man. Me personally, he's getting snubbed. Um, when was he eligible? 
Uh, oh God, he was eligible years ago. Let's see, I have it right here. Because you've got to be out five years. So I think his last year with Chicago was in 14, wasn't it? I believe no. so. It's 15 or 16. Okay, so so he, he was eligible uh, 2000, 2021 was his first year he was eligible. So okay. okay. I do think he'll get in, but it's still like – like. I don't think he needs to be like a first belt Hall of Famer as of like last year, but like this year, I in my eyes, I think he definitely deserved to get in. Not saying none of the guys that got in this year don't deserve to get in, right? Um, but like we're talking about a guy who like when he was on a team, he he changed the way the team played. Like 2015 was towards the end of his career. If if, if it if it wasn't the end of his career, I, I don't even know when he retired. It had to be somewhere around then. Yeah, because you got to be out of the league five years to be eligible for the Hall of Fame. So if, if 2020 was his first year in the Hall of Fame, then I guess what? He, he, he retired April 14, 2016. So okay. so 2015 was his last year of playing football. Like, yeah, it was. Yep. Yeah. Well, like he changed that whole team. Like he was a starter and like they went to a Super Bowl and that defense was really good and he played a big part, you know, and that was the end of his career. Like, yeah, yeah. Towards he, was on, he changed the way they played. Yeah. When you think of Minnesota, one of the names that pops up is Jared Allen, defensively, d- defensively wise. Yeah. The man drove yeah. The, that man drove the pink the pink limousine with the with the with the uh, with the Longhorn horns on front. He did the <laughs> lasso. He did the lasso. He wraps you up every time he said. Yeah. He was a different type of player, man. And you know, obviously, I'm a Bears fan, so I don't I don't really like the you know, the Vikings or anyone else, but like you, uh, you got to respect guys who have talent like that. And uh, to be honest, he, he changed the way that the defense is played. Um, and he really changed the ways that offenses had to look at the defensive line when it came to him. Yeah. He's definitely a game changer, man. If, if he was healthy and he was on the field, um, he was definitely going to put some hurting on the quarterback. Yeah, man. He, yeah. I, I, I always, I always enjoyed watching him play. Like I said, I don't know why. I'm just a big defensive person. Like, I like watching DNs and linebackers. That's my – I don't know why. All my favorite defensive players are all linebackers um, and then some DNs. I don't know what it is. But I just – I really I, – I, I don't know if it's because I played that position in high school um, and I just really fell in love with it or what. But, I, I yeah, man, I, I, I'm always sticking up for these linebackers or DNs and stuff like that. Um, but I will just want to go ahead and throw this stuff out there. Um Check out our merch store uh, at the bottom of our screen. Um, we have an uh, we have a, uh, a discounted code. Uh, you can check out um, all of our stuff from all of our shows. You can buy different merch from all of our shows. Um, um, this one is just like a like a side. I don't think I don't know if this is going to be a, a like an everyday thing or not every day, but every week um, with with the uh, with the Canton thing. I mean, we could we could always do different sports. We could always. Uh, oh yeah. I mean. I think because Dylan's also my other NFL guy. We, we both covered the NFL. Um, so I'm sure we'll have more random shows coming. Um, but anyway, sorry, off topic. Back to the Row One brand. Um, yeah, you go there, pick out some merch, buy it. Let us know you buy it. Let us know you like it. Uh, and, yeah, that's that. I just wanted to throw yeah. it out there. No, yeah, no, they got a bunch of cool stuff, like Jordan said, at the bottom of the screen right here. You got uh, you got to use that discount code. 
um, and you'll get some you get some money off. But they got some really cool stuff. So if you haven't checked it out, you really should because they do got some they do got some pretty sweet stuff in there. They got uh, from what I've seen, from what I've looked at, uh, they got like coffee mugs, the old logos on it. The coolest thing I saw on there was they have like tickets from games from like back in like way back in the day. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, like like way back. Like I'm talking like college games from like way back in the day. They had like Damn. stuff. Yeah, so that was. I really like that. I'll probably end up ordering something off of there just to have for my man room. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so make sure you guys go give them a look. Use the discount code and guys get a discount. Uh, they got some really cool stuff. Make a perfect gift for really anybody, to be honest, especially that guy or girl who likes sports in their life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. I just had to throw that out there. So now we're going to move on to the part of I picked out two guys who I don't necessarily think deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. One of them, for sure, in my eyes. The other one you can always make a case for. Um, but uh, if you talk to my buddy Seth, who you guys know, Brandon, uh, Brandon Saffold, I've been steaming on this guy for a while now. I have been, man. I have. He makes me so mad that I don't know why. And the only reason he got in is because he won Super Bowls. That was it. So this guy I'm talking about is Troy Aikman, believe it or not. Uh, so just, just some basic stats about him. Um, and in the 1990s, he had about 90 wins, which, uh, he became the winningest quarterback of any day of any decade in NFL history at the time of his retirement. Oh, big whoop. Congratulations. <laughs> he played in 165 games through 12 seasons. Okay. Uh, he threw the ball, uh, over his career. Uh, he had 4,715 attempts completed 2,898 of them. He had 32,442 yards. But this is what I can't get over, okay? He had 165 touchdowns in his career. That was it. And 141 interceptions. Like, Peyton Manning holds the record for most touchdowns in a year, and I think he threw 56. I I just – to me, I I just – I don't understand. He had a passer rating of 81.6 for his career. Uh, In the playoffs, he played 16 games. He had 502 passes, completed 320 for 63.7% of those completed. Uh he had 3,849 yards uh, for 240.6 uh, a game. He had 23 touchdowns and 17 interceptions through his playoffs. He ranks number 89 on the all-time list. Okay. Uh, he The most yards he ever had in a season was 3,445 yards in the season. The most touchdowns he ever had in the season was 23, and he never amassed over 20 touchdowns ever again in a season. Nope, you're right. He also played with people that you guys may or may not know. You guys should know them. Hall of Famers Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith has the most rushing yards ever in a career with like 18,000-something. Yeah, man. Um, I'm telling you, the only reason this guy got in is because he won three Super Bowls. If you go look at his Super Bowl stats right now, Jordan, the first Super Bowl they won, he got Super Bowl MVP. He threw like four touchdowns, had a really good Super Bowl. Congratulations. The two Super Bowls after that, I don't think he threw a single touchdown. The two Super Bowls they played in after that. I don't think he had a single touchdown. Which is crazy. Which and, is really weird. And this man's in the Hall of Fame. I And you're snubbing guys like Reggie Wayne. And I, I don't care what anybody says. I do not think Troy Aikman deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I really don't. I understand it was a different time back then. I get it. In the 90s. I get it. It was a different time. But, like, we need to hold everybody to the same standards. So, like, you're snubbing guys like Randall Cunningham. He's not in yet. Donovan McNabb. He's not in yet. Um, you know, 
I guess you could make a case for Troy Aikman. And yeah. We're going to have you. You can. You can. I mean, you can. Like I said, you know, when he retired, he was the winningest quarterback of any decade in NFL history. You know, he threw for 32,442 yards. I, I get that. But I just, when you only have 165 touchdowns and then you have 141 interceptions, like I'm looking at stats and I know, like to some people, stats aren't everything. Yeah. But, and my, I feel like, I don't know, man. I feel like he really only got in because of his three Super Bowls. And a Super Bowl MVP. I, 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 yeah, I really do. I really feel like that's the only reason why, why he's, why he's in there. And they played on a, if you guys don't know it, go look at their, they played on a stacked team. Yeah, dude. Stacked. Yeah. Like said, Michael Irvin and Emmitt, he played with the all time leading rusher in NFL history when it comes to most yards in an NFL season. Emmitt yeah. Smith was a monster. Beast. You know, Michael Irvin, you guys all know who he is. Freak of nature. Freak. Yeah, totally to, agree. To not, to not have – to only have one season where you had 20 touchdowns or more, I, I don't think there was another season where he even had 20 touchdowns. No. The next closest one was uh, 19 in 1997. You know, the most yards he ever had was – 3,445. Yeah. I, I understand it's a different game nowadays, but like as a quarterback, your job is, I, I, I don't know, man. I I feel like I talked to Saffer, but I feel like I'm like looking at this. I mean, I, I think Troy Aikman's better than the guy I'm about to mention, but I, it's almost like Ryan Tannehill without the Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah. I, I understand Troy Aikman's probably, you know, probably a better – obviously he's a better quarterback than him. But as far as, like, talent, like, I just don't see I, – I just don't see a whole lot of talent. Like, he threw the ball a whole lot. They throw the, yeah. ball, throw the ball a whole lot now. Like, there are guys doing way more than what he was doing. I, I, I don't know. I just feel like, in my eyes, I just feel like Troy Aikman, I, that's just one guy I feel like he – it could really be 50-50 if he deserves to be there or not, in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, too, Troy Aikman was a first-round, first-overall pick, all right? Um, played all 12 seasons with Dallas, of course, and he was the guy. He was. And then he was the guy, you know? In 89, when I was born, <laughs> I really didn't get to watch Aikman play at all because I grew I grew up in my single digits in the 90s. So – didn't really watch football until I was maybe starting to get around like 12, 13 when I was interested in what my dad was watching, you know? So, um, now if I had a guess, I mean, like you said, you had Michael Irving and Walter, not Walter Payton, sorry, uh, Emmett Smith, who was a, just a monster. So you played with one of the best wide receivers and one of the best running backs at almost ever, not ever, but almost damn near up there. All right. And, who of which are both are Hall of Famers, all right? So, yeah, like you said, he had that one season. I mean, this season right here, he had seven touchdowns. That first se- that one season, he had nine. Like I, I, like you said, I totally get it. Times are different. They are. There's a lot more high flying. There's a lot more bigger guys nowadays, faster, stronger. But you also look that back then. I mean, the rules were also like little frowned upon kind of like they didn't like enforce every little thing. You know what I'm saying? Like people would get into fights in the bottom of piles. I've heard stories, you know, people punching each other in the ribs, poking each other in the eyes in the bottom of piles and stuff just to get the advantage, you know, to try to, you know, hurt your best player or something like that. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot 
you know, like I said, back in the 90s when he came up. I mean, it had to be the three championships because I'm trying to think who else back in the 90s won all the championships. Here, let's 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 let's, let's kind of put it this way. And I agree with you. It, I it, this is why I think it has to be the Super Bowls. Okay, because there is another Cowboys quarterback that is not in the Hall of Fame. Can you guess who it is? He's not. He's not. He's not in the Hall of Fame yet. Not yet. He's not yet. Romo. Yep. Yeah, he's not in the Hall of Fame yet. People didn't. Okay. You know, people, people don't like him. But this is what this is what I want to kind of compare Troy Aikman to. Okay. Oh, so, Tony Romo in his career played in 156 games. Okay. So he played, okay. he played in played in a little less games. He played in less games than Troy Aikman. He had uh, four thousand three hundred thirty-five attempts. He completed two thousand eight hundred twenty-nine for sixty-five point three percent. He threw for forty-four thousand one hundred eighty-three yards. Wow! Forty-eight touchdowns and one hundred and seventeen interceptions. How many touchdowns? One forty-eight. Two hundred forty-eight. Not in the Hall of Fame. So <clears throat> this man has better stats than Troy Aikman and is not in the Hall of Fame as of right now. Now, yeah. And I mean, I I don't think he has any MVPs, does he? No. No, I I, I definitely uh, let's see. not Romo. He selected the Pro Bowl, first team All Pro. Um, right. No, that's that's what I'm saying. I I feel like it has has to be the Super Bowls, and the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean those rates, those numbers are so different. Yeah, I. I don't know. I just, I just, I just, I think Troy Aikman's a really good guy. I think he does a really good job, like announcing the football on the Sunday night football, yeah. night, whatever he is. Um, but like looking at stats wise, we need to hold everybody to the same level. And whenever I just read off to, I read off of a, a guy who has less Super Bowls, doesn't have any impact, um, but has better stats than uh, Troy Aikman, and he's yeah. not in the Hall of Fame. We cannot judge someone based off of just Super Bowls. You can't. You uh, can't. Can't. But that's what it looks like. That's that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, I mean, Tom Brady has seven Super Bowls. So if we're just if we're, if we're just judging based off Super Bowls, then that man is a first ballot clear Hall of Famer. But if you go look at his stats, I mean, like last year, the dude had fifty four hundred yards and forty something touchdowns. Amazing. Forty five years old. Yeah. I I don't know. You know, so he's also putting up good stats. Go look at Peyton Manning, two-time Super Bowl winner. Crazy stats. He's won an he's won an MVP. He's got Pro Bowls. He's got all. He's got first. You know, you know, first football All Pro teams. He, he's got all that stuff. In yeah. my eyes, the thirty-two thousand yards is great, but the one hundred sixty-five touchdowns, the one hundred forty-one interceptions, the only twenty-three touchdowns as a season high ever in his career, the only thirty-four hundred yards as a season high in his career. To go into a Super Bowl and not throw any touchdowns for two Super Bowls that, that you won, but throw an interception and not, I I don't know. His stat sheet, besides the three Super Bowls and the stacked teams he played on, does not scream Super Bowl or does not scream Hall of Famer to me. It really doesn't. No, no, it really doesn't. And honestly, it doesn't. So I don't know. That's just me though. <laughs> um, um do you, do you want me to do you want me to bring up the next guy? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, another guy that me and Dylan want to talk about that is in the uh, Hall of Fame, but we, I mean, we could, uh, argue that maybe not, maybe he shouldn't be, but like I said, times were different. Um, 
this guy got selected to the Hall of Fame in 1985. Um, he played with the Jets, I think. Nope. Yes. Almost his whole career. Almost. He went to the Rams in 77. Um, the L.A. Rams. Bastards. Anyway, <laughs> um, he played with the Jets. He was a quarterback um, from 65 to 76. If you guys haven't guessed already, that guy is Joe Namath. Um, he played 13 seasons for the Jets and Rams. He threw for 27,663 yards um, with 173 touchdowns. Okay, okay. Back in the day, like, I, like we said, game is different. Um, he was selected to play in five Pro Bowls. Okay, all right, all right. So you were decent. You know, you were one of the top quarterbacks um, during your time, you know, throughout all those years. Okay, all right. Um, he won two MVPs for the, for the regular season, regular season. Um, and he has one Super Bowl MVP yes. and one Super Bowl. And like I said, he was inducted in 85. Um, his numbers, I mean, he, he okay, his percentage-wise was 50% right on the, right on the nose. The, that's, stat that's, that, the stat that you're about to read off is, is, is what – gets me every time which one just keep going you're you're, you're, you're gonna get to it I, I i guarantee you will oh well all right um I, i'm guessing the percentage is that is um like percentage of completions yes in his career 50.1 percent 50.1 percent insane dude what that's awful. what awful <laughs> like i said twenty-seven thousand six hundred sixty-six yards 173 touchdowns and now this rate what is that rate? Is that six? It's sixty-five point five. That's his passer rating for his career. Wow, <laughs> that's insane, dude. I mean, I don't know if he had. Obviously, I wasn't alive, but I, I'm guessing he had guys around him that did everything. He just kind of fucking. I. How is this guy a Hall of Fame? I, I don't. I'm just saying. Did 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 you did you read off the interceptions? No, I did not. Oh, God. So he has 173 touchdowns and how many interceptions, Jordan? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Say that number for touchdowns again. He has 173 touchdowns in his career. In the regular season for Joe Namath, he has 220 interceptions. What? How is this guy a Hall of Famer? How? 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 This grinds my gears, Dylan. Hey, you, you, would hear, you would hear something else crazy, too? What? So we get it, guys. It was a different time era. And he got really big after they won Super Bowl three against the Baltimore Colts. All right? Yes. And he was one of the most – back in that time era, he was one of the most electrifying and, and crazy core, you know, players that were out there. But, like, when you start thinking of Hall of, like Hall of Fame stats, this is not it. So, here is a crazy stat. The most yards he ever had in the season was 4,070 yards. That's that's pretty decent. I'll give him that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The most touchdowns he ever had in the season was 26 touchdowns. That's garbage. Here's what gets me. He had go, – go look at his stats. He had multiple seasons, right, in the regular season where he threw over 20 interceptions. Multiple. Yeah. There was like four or five seasons. Five. Yeah, five yeah. of them. Like one of them was like 26 and 28 interceptions in a season. Yeah, in 75, in yeah. 75 and 67, he threw 28 picks in both seasons. And this guy's a Hall of Famer. Now, like I said, it was a different time era, so anyone who can make – I mean, you can make 
a case for both these guys. Oh, yes. time yeah. they're generational players. I, 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 I get that. And I'm, we're just giving you our opinions on, uh, right. you know, me and Jordan just happen to agree on this stuff, you know? Yeah. We yeah. might, we, this might be, uh, we might come on with a different show where I give a player and Jordan might be making his case of why this guy deserves to be in the hall of fame. Or just vice versa. For, yeah. yeah. Just for this guy, we, Dude. we are not with him. There's no way with a 50% and a quarterback rating of 65.5 your whole career. Like, yeah, I understand you, you were the MVP of the whole league for two seasons. Um, and you won a Super Bowl MVP and, and one Super Bowl. I mean, dude, I just don't understand. What year did they win that Super Bowl? What year did you say? Uh, it was uh, it was Super Bowl number three is what it was called. Super Bowl three. Wow. Yeah. Um, and that's where, like, the name Super Bowl really got stamped because uh, – that's that, that's when Joe Namath really got big. Like uh, like he, I guess he even got like bigger than what he was because uh, when I was reading up on it, the Baltimore Colts were like the team. Like they were yeah forced to be reckoned with, and they end up beating them in what they and uh, what no one thought that you know no one thought the Jets would win that game, and they end up did because Joe had a really good game. I think he threw like four touchdowns or something like that. Um, but he was all NFL in, in 1972, all pro in 68. Like you said, he had five Pro Bowls. He was comeback player of the year in 74. Yeah. Player of the year in 69, 68. For anyone who doesn't know, the AFC was called the AFL back then. Uh, he was AFL Rookie of the Year or AFC Rookie of the Year in 65, Super Bowl MVP. Uh, 13 seasons, 140 games in 13 seasons. Um, I know he had a lot of injuries. I know he played a lot. His nickname was Broadway Joe because of his footwork and how electrifying he was. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm being sitting. That's what they really called him. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, his footwork was crazy. Uh, he was an electrifying player. But like when I'm just when when I read off this stuff and I and I'm not, I'm trying not to be biased, guys. I'm trying not to like compare him to the guys that we have now because it is a completely different game. But like I said, I, I just, I, you have to do more than just Super Bowl wins and more than just like. Oh, he's a crazy player. Like I like to look at stats, and I know some guys like stats serve for losers. Stats, you know, Josh Allen actually said that stats are for losers. To me, that's how you're solidified. Yeah. I to be honest, you know, you could like I don't know. I guess here's what I'm trying to put it. You could be like a garbage player and win seven Super Bowls. Okay. That doesn't mean that you should get in the Hall of Fame. You're right. It, it doesn't. I agree with that. It, it doesn't. You you have to have. You have to show me something, and the only way you could really do that is stats. So I, I need to see what you've done through your career. Um, and to have t- five seasons where you threw like 22 to 28 picks is not doing it. When you have more interceptions than you do touchdowns in your career, like a significant amount more interceptions than touchdowns. You're right. That doesn't really scream anything to me. And like, no. That just means you, that just shows on paper that you're not good, honestly. You know, and if you, I got another. I just, I just want to, I just, just, to, I want to emphasize on those completions and attempts that Joe Namath had when he was with the Jets. All right, he played 136 games. All right, he had 3,655 attempts, and out of those 3,655 attempts, he only completed 1836. That's like not even half. Well, 18, I don't know. I'm terrible with math. It's, but it's just really bad. It's, it's terrible. Really bad. And like, 
You threw two hundred and fifty, like two hundred and twenty interceptions. Like, bro, that is terrible. You threw one hundred and seventy touchdowns, like he said. With, I mean, I mean, I'm not even gonna read off the LA Rams because he played four games with them. He threw three three touchdowns. Interceptions. He had a 28, 2.8 touchdown percentage. Uh, his longest pass was 42 yards. I mean, I don't know. I know the game was different. It's just weird. But I honestly, I mean, like, like we said, who knows how it happened back in the, in these days where how, like, he was inter, introduced in 85. Who knows? Back in 85, if you had a Super Bowl, they were inducting you. You know yeah. what I mean? Who yeah. knows? Yeah. You don't know their thought process because right. I mean, if we're gonna start, I don't know, man. If you're gonna start in inducting guys in the Hall of Fame that aren't, they don't have the stats to add up, then like Ryan Tannehill should get in. Yeah, or or if you really want to talk about just because of Super Bowls, you need to let Chase Daniels in the Hall of Fame. That dude, I, if you guys listen to my other podcast, I talked about him. That dude has made forty one million dollars, and he has only played five five games in the NFL. And what he won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs, Chiefs, and, and I think somebody else, uh, the, uh, 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 the Saints with Drew Brees in 2011. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Then hey, this dude has started five games. How many he's played? I don't know. I'm just throwing this off from what I remember from my podcast. But he has one. He has two Super Bowls, and he doesn't even play. Are you going to put him in the Hall of Fame? Now, I highly doubt it because he has no stats. But according to back in the 80s and 90s, if you had a Super Bowl. Or an MVP or something like that, we're putting you in. Yeah, because like looking at his stats, I don't understand how he could have got in. Like I, I, I get he was a good player, like for that era. I yeah. get it. People really liked him. I, I, I get that. I really do. There's a lot of players that I like now. You know, I, I get it. People liked him. It was a different. It was, it was a different time era. Okay, but his stats wise, I don't see how based off of his stats how he gets in the Hall of Fame. So the only thing I can go back to is they won a Super Bowl against one of the stacked teams that year in the Baltimore Colts, and they yeah. upset them, and they won, and he won a Super Bowl MVP, and he played really well. I think he threw like four touchdowns, had like 300-something yards that game, whatever. He played really well. So that, yeah. he really solidified his legacy, I guess, is that if that's what you want to call it with him. I just – based on stats, I don't see how you can let a guy like that get in. I, I Yeah. I, 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 I'm a huge stat guy. I believe you have to show me something because, like Jordan yeah. said, otherwise you're going to have to start letting guys in that have that don't that are not good and have just <laughs> one. Well, you, I'm just really trying to figure out the thought process of these guys, some of these guys who are in the Hall of Fame, of how they even got in there. Like the guy I named earlier, Dan Hampton. I mean, he, he will be on one of the shows, and he's a Bears player. He played on the '85 Bears. You know, one of the probably. It, 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 honestly, before the Legion of Boom came around and that 2000 in that 2013 yeah. season, they were the best uh, defense ever. ever. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He played 12 seasons and had 57 sacks. <laughs> and he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And honestly, I I haven't looked up anything on him yet because we'll get no. into him in a different show. But honestly, yeah. the reason why I think he got in is because not only will he won a Super Bowl, but he was on – that he was on that that defense. He was on the '85 Bears, the the, the Super Bowl Shuffle Team. You yeah. know they created a goddamn music video. You know <laughs> they they did the Super Bowl Shuffle. They had a whole dance. That's a real reason why I think he got in. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you're right. Crazy man. Um, but yeah, 
that's just those, you know, those two quarterbacks, you know, obviously they're both different times with Troy Aikman and Joe Namath, um, you know, sixties, early seventies. And then name, and then, uh, Troy Aikman was in the, you know, nineties or whatever, early eighties or late eighties, early nineties. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just crazy to think about. I mean, I would, I would love to talk to people who actually put people into the hall of fame and just to, I just want to hear what are you looking for? Like, has it changed every decade? Does it change every decade? Do you guys look for new things in different decades? Like obviously things are different now than back in the sixties. Obviously everything's different. The size of guys are different. The, the, the the athleticism are different. The way we play the game is different. I mean, it really is. It really is. But it's just like not, based on stats, I, I I just don't understand how you let these guys in. Yeah, no, you're right. Name it, like, I understand they won Super Bowls and they were on good teams and they were they were great players at in that time era. Yeah, but like we're talking about we're talking about you know when you think of Hall of Fames, right? You think of Canton, Ohio, the NFL. Yes. Like, that is probably like the most recognized Hall of Fame process. Uh, and just like group of people in there, like when people like when you start talking about Hall of Fame, just if you mentioned the Hall of Fame to anyone in sports, I guarantee the first thing that pops in their head is the NFL Hall of Fame because that's what everyone thinks about. Yeah, we're talking about some of the greatest players. When you're when you get inducted in the Hall of Fame, you are considered one of the greatest players ever. Ever. Yeah. I can't base that just off Super Bowls. You have to show me something stats wise. You have to. Yeah. For me, at least, I, 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 you know, what I'm saying, I, you, you can win 12 Super Bowls, but if you've only thrown for 5,000 yards, I don't see how you get in. Yeah, yeah, I, you're right. I, I, I don't, you know, I, I just, I, I, I don't understand how you get in. I really don't. You're right. You're 100 right. Uh, obviously, I think in the uh, in the future shows, guys, we're not gonna like. I'm not gonna keep going back and getting guys from like, you know, the 80s or whatever. I'll bring some more modern players. Um, that are in, um, that have played within like the past couple decades or whatever from uh, from the Hall of Fame list, you know, when it comes to this side. Um, these two just really got on my nerves because, like, every time, like, I talk about Hall of Fames, these guys' names always get brought up. And I always try to argue with people that I, personally, I don't think they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. They are, so you can't change it now. Yep. It is what it is. Um, but there are a lot more players that could take their spots from now or from past times. Um, that that were better players or better option to put in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, yeah, I will definitely get some players more modern um, for us to talk about that, you know, okay. that, that might make a little more sense or whatever. But uh, Joe Namath was just out there uh, because I, I had looked at his stats and I was like, no, no way. That was a great one. That was a great one to pick. It really but, was. Uh, but Troy Aikman, uh, Troy, Troy Aikman, he, I, for me, he definitely doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. That's one guy that's been on my nerves this whole time when it comes to Hall of Fame talk. Uh, yeah. Because I, 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 there's a, there's some people I talk to, uh, uh, you know, that, that we've discussed Hall of Fame status and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they come up with like, Troy Aikman's name. And I just try to tell them that, that he's not it. So we have a discussion back and forth. So. Yeah, that's where we stand, guys. Uh, this time we both agreed. Me and Jordan yeah. both agreed on, on everything. But yeah. I promise you, I am going to bring up some characters <laughs> that him, him and me are going to disagree on. I, I promise you. Hey, that makes for good content, man. It really does. It does. 
I mean, it really does. Yeah, I mean, this was really good. Back, even though we agreed, um, each of us uh, still made some really good points. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we don't think. My biggest thing, guys, is uh, for the guys that I, I think are being snubbed. I want uh, anyone who comes on this podcast. I want us to make our point for them being in, and the yeah. guys who we think don't deserve to be in there. I want people to make their point uh, for or why not, like uh, why they should be or why they shouldn't be in there. So that's okay. really the main the main point of the show for 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 everyone. Yes. Yeah, but uh, other than that, guys, um, I think that is. I think we're gonna go ahead and end it there. Awesome. Uh, and we will be back next week for another episode of A Place in Canton. And like we said, don't forget to check us out on uh, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook. You can find us the Variety Sports um, Network. Yeah, Variety Sports Network. Please give us likes, follows. Uh, go check out our content, guys. We're really trying to grow everything. We're doing a really good job. Uh, we have a lot of good things going on, a lot of good shows in the process, and a lot of good shows that are on right now. You yes. got like, Seven Strats, Cardinals Chronicles, Between the Uprights, Best of the Best, Place in Canton. There's a lot of good shows for any sport that you guys are interested in, whether it be football, baseball, hockey, um, anything. We have we have shows for everything. So make sure you guys please go give um, all of our pages a look and, and, and at least give us a shot to listen to some of our shows. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I actually have a series. I'm, I'm just going to plug myself real quick. I actually have a series coming out starting tomorrow, hopefully. Uh, I'm going to be basically going over every NFL team one by one, uh, podcast by podcast. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to get – Saffold is trying to help me get um, like a fan or somebody that really knows the team for every episode, which is probably, I think pretty cool. That way I can yeah, pick their brains is. a little bit, ask them some questions. Maybe they can ask me some questions, blah, blah, blah. Um, but basically, we're going to be looking into uh, what they looked like last year, what what we expect them to look like this year. Um, I'm going to do some too early uh, rankings um, and maybe too early to know, uh, like, their final, um, like, their overall record for this coming up year. Um, I'll be talking any additions they added to the team and any guys that they may have lost. Um, I'm going to try to make them short and sweet. I'm going to try to make them like 30, 35, 40-minute episodes because I'm just talking about one team. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some teams that have a lot more stuff going on, like the Browns, um, that I might get into a little bit more and deeper to. Um, so I'm just plugging myself there, tuning into the uprights, um, or between the uprights. Sorry, I messed my own thing up. But uh, other than that, Dylan, you got anything else? No, that's it. Just make sure you guys, like I said, uh, check out our check out us on uh, everything. Like I said, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Find us at the Friday we're all there. Network. Yep. Um, so I guess for next time, I'm Dylan, and I'm Jordan, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time on a place in Canton. See you later. Good shit, D. <laughs> yes. <sir. laughs> oh, I thought it stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and mute my mic.